Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. Welcome and thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This is number 56. Yes, and look at you. It's so (laughs) nice to be together with you. I don't know if you're in your car or maybe you're in in bed or doing your dishes. No, you're up. You're you're ready for (laughs) life. Are you up and at them? I'm just so glad that you're part of our life. You mean so much to us. I just, I really love that we're doing this journey together. Yeah. Also, I I do want to thank for the interaction. You know, Mm -hmm. we begin to read, you know, um, the comments and questions that you have. Yes. And I'm hoping that today's episode will help begin to answer some of those that you've mm-hmm. written in. And so we, we've we taken some time to read them through. And, yeah. And they're, surprisingly, it, it was almost as though a theme yes, arose. Yes, I loved it. And that's the theme we're going to actually go with today, knowing that this answers several of the questions that came in. And so I hope it applies to you. I think that no matter what, you are going to get something very important out of today's episode. But before we dive deep into this, yeah, before we dive deep into today's episode. Because you knew I was about to dive in deep. I was like, you guys, we are going to go there. But it's kind of like, you know, in friendships, you, you have to have that cordial, you know, hello. hello. <laughs> yeah. Like just be able to say hello. I you know, get so doing? tasky. You know, this, is, this is the difference between me and Bob. I'm like, Oh, are we doing this? Okay. We are going to answer your questions well, right now. I, I know. But I was thinking about this before we started and it's almost, it's very funny. Yeah. You know, because typically what everyone talks about when they meet each other or yeah. they don't know what to say, yeah, they talk about the weather. Oh my gosh. I love the weather. Bob loves the weather. I love For those the of you, he literally loves talking about I the weather, the watching sky. TV I about love, the weather. I can watch weather. Bob, you I know like a lot weather. about weather. Like you anyway, can read the sky. So this this morning was trash day. So it's taking yes. out the trash, you know, watered mm-hmm. a few plants, you know, it's beautiful blue blue yes. sky. But then here's what I saw. Huh. I saw a blooming cactus. Wow. I, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I laughed at myself <laughs> b- because I thought it was an Aussie joke, a blooming, a blooming cactus. cactus, but it was a cactus with a bloom on it. You okay. know what you're thinking about, Bob, subliminally or subconsciously? You're thinking about Outback Restaurant. A blooming onion. Yes, they have the blooming onion, and yeah. I like that. Uh, those are... Whoa. Those I could eat one of those once a day, and I don't think I'd get tired of those. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's a... You know, for us, as we begin today's podcast, for us, it's a beautiful morning, and I love being able to see God's creation, mm-hmm. and I, I love to be able to just, you know, with with life, you know, He is my life, my very, very life, and so when it comes to having healthy, right relationships, it really begins there, mm-hmm. and really establishing 
you know, the presence of God, the peace of God, you know, his heart, his mind, you know, towards me. And so today, you know, make sure that you take time to just pause and just reconnect and just take a moment to breathe and look and see, observe, and be thankful. Mm -hmm. Because when you see a flower coming out of a cactus, Mm -hmm. it feels odd and it feels like it's just got a bouquet in its hand. Like, oh, I'm just going to hold a flower out of this prickly, you know, piece of vegetation. For the life of the plant, I'm sure there is some real purpose to it. Yes. Absolutely. For the life of the plant, I'm sure there is. But for my pleasure... Yeah, it, it, it was there beautiful. was even more. Right. And so, you That's know, there's, so there's a lot of things, you know, that you do for the life of you, mm-hmm. but recognize how influential and significant, you know, your life is. And that's you, really good. You Bob. might be a little thorny, but you can still <laughs> but produce look at, a flower. Look at that you flower. Can, you, can, you can be a blooming cactus. Bob, Bob. That's great. I love <laughs> Just it. Just don't get too co- close. You might get poked. Yeah, don't hug a cactus. Okay, that's our right. motto. Yes. Okay, so are you ready now, Bob? I, Have, we've talked I about the weather. Be. We can um, talk about the chickens. We can yeah. talk about, you know. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to dive into this question. Yeah, please. Okay. Oh, yes, we have three. Or, uh, we're going to so. do two. I just decided two we're going to read two. Okay. And they really go well together. And there were many others, actually, that were similar. So Very I similar. chose these yep. two. Okay. How do I forgive and move past my issues? Hmm. Isn't that, isn't that the way it is? I am married for nine years, have three kids, and I really love my husband, but I have spent the majority of our marriage belittling him, questioning everything he does, and not being a good wife and the wife that he deserves. I have lost myself, and I know if nothing changes within myself, I'm going to lose my marriage and my family. Whew, thank you for that question. I mean, that pretty much says it all. And then the next one is quite kind of similar. It says this, after 12 years of marriage, our divorce was finalized. And this was my second marriage. And I am the only common denominator. Clearly I am doing something wrong. It breaks my heart as to why I'm failing so badly. I don't want to walk through this life alone. And yet I'm not in it to hurt other people. You know what? I'm kind of crying for this Mm. person. Like I'm really hearing your heart. I don't want to walk through this life alone. And yet I'm not in it to hurt other people recklessly. And I have, and I'm lost as to what to do. Could you please be of assistance? And um, I'm emotional because I just feel the heart behind these questions. I don't want to be bad at loving people, but it seems that I am. You know, that's what I'm hearing beyond this, Bob. Mm -hmm. And I feel the heart of saying, you know, I want to be good at loving and I want to be kind and patient. And I want to live without regrets. I want to be in a marriage that works. I don't want to be a problem. And I can't seem to learn my lessons. Yeah. Well, I I, I have... My my first thing yeah. that I would do is move towards the individual and just embrace them, yes. hug them, weep yes. with them, and cry. Yes, and, because it uh, does hurt. Like we're does. feeling your hurt behind these questions, and and yet you know sympathy you know doesn't heal anyone, mm. but we can empathize with yes. one another. And when we're willing to move towards someone in their in their place of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's there where love really lands. Yes. When I'm willing to get messy and dirty with people, mm-hmm. and, 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 and again, 
They've got they're a beautiful flower, but you get close <laughs> and you just there got, you go, Bob. You, it became significant for I today. I thought it might. Yeah. But you might get poked. But the whole thing is is I'm gonna stay here as long as yep. it takes because I believe there's a way out for you. Yes. And that's what Jesus did for us. And so today as we go through um you know, taking some time, you know, with these questions, mm-hmm. um, I, I hope that we can bring some encouragement, but more than some encouragement, some real practical steps yes. that you can begin to take mm-hmm. in in making the steps necessary to discover the real you of who you really are. And so... And I'm really glad that you, you, at the end, like as we've planned today's podcast, you know, we make, you know, notes, but at the end, we're going to actually help you of what to do in a practical way. So just listen through, because I believe that this really could be a new beginning. Like that day of breakthrough doesn't just have to be a cliche. Like this could be for you, because if you're desperate enough, I hear, hear desperation in these questions. It's like, okay. I'm done doing what I've done in a dysfunctional way, and I am actually ready. I'm mm-hmm. desperate enough that I'm ready to be a new person within my relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's thank you for your brave courage to even write out those questions. And thank you for not, did you notice, Bob? Neither of these people blamed their husband or mm-hmm. the other person. They said, I'm going to look inside and mm-hmm. say, what's happening in me? Mm-hmm. A lot of hope. Yeah. Okay. So the outside, our outside life is just a reflection of everything that's actually going on in the inside. And this has been a common theme, Bob, that you and I have been talking about for the last couple of years in a very deep way, that our life really is that outcome of all the choices we've been making, starting with what we think about and then what we speak out of our mouth and we actually talk about, and then the decisions that we make and how we treat others and how we treat ourselves. All of this results in what our present circumstances are and what we're looking at. So I just believe it's important to look within and say, where am I in this relationship? What am I doing? Yes. Now, did did I say, because I I, I remember saying, you know, move towards the person. Yes. You know, have empathy, hold them, love them there. Yes. Um, did, Did I say that the first thing that they should not do? is to move to a place of self-condemnation. No, you didn't say that, didn't but that's a that. really good idea. I, I felt that that is really important because the things so that you just important. said there yes. are, are very real. Yeah. And, and yet I think that they have been their own worst enemy. And yes. they have been beating themselves up right. with life circumstances. So, so far, I have not helped you. <laughs> no, but I mean, oh, I'm sorry. mean you have to take a, a reality check. I, under, yeah. I understand that. And, right. and the place of taking personal responsibility. And these are the seeds that we've sown in our lives. Mm-hmm. But we cannot move to a place of self-condemnation. That'll never help. It I've done m- it so much in my life. So have I. And so what, what happens when you do move to a, self, a place of self-condemnation is that, you know, we begin to think all I need to do is, is change the behavior. You know, change the things that I say, yes. change the things that I look at, change this, you know. And so all of a sudden I begin to, to move because I'm, I'm seeing these external manifestations in my life. Right. And I don't want them. Therefore, right. what I need to do is simply do the opposite. Yes. Okay. So and try all, harder. All, yes. Yes. Because I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do this. Right. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. And so 
for decades now, there's been a con- controversy surrounding, you know, positive thinking. Right. And yet it is both clinically and biblically proven to be the healthiest mental approach to life. And so taming the tongue, <laughs> yeah. you know, taking every thought captive, um, discipline, you know, in, in a way of lifestyle. But there are many obvious pieces to the puzzle that have been left out. Hmm. And so the confusion begins with a faulty definition of terms with regards to positive confession, positive thinking, yep, and positive right. affirmation. You're right. So these clinical studies basically show that positive affirmations only work for about 15% of the people. I've heard that. So, yes. so when when you, when we go through this and you take a look at your the outside, mm-hmm. you know right away. Well, that's not what I'm going to do, and I'm 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 going to get positive. I'm going to work this. on me. I'm going to work right. on me and do the opposite. Be and all of a sudden, all of that effort, yeah, you know, and all that energy is is so um, surprisingly not helpful, and, yeah. and even further. Because you then know, you fail again. The yes. situation. Because then you fail again and reaffirm to yourself that, oh yeah, I guess I am a loser. Right. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. And then the remaining eighty-five percent increase their levels of stress and internal conflict when attempting positive affirmations. Whoa! Because they don't believe they are saying the truth. They think they're just doing another self-discipline. All they're doing yeah. is speaking a lie. I'm not this person. So it's not, not enough this to just guard your tongue. It's not enough to just, it goes much deeper than that, Bob, is what I'm hearing you say. Yes. Because Which is actually good news because if positive affirmations haven't been working all, for you, all that you're we're going, going deeper. If Yes. If all you're going to do is that, what you're doing is violating yet again your conscience. Yes. And it feels like a lie, like a lie. Yes. Yet when you begin to speak the negative about yourself, you believe it to be true, and it's catastrophic. It's devastating, hmm. and affects the emotions and even the physical functions of your body. Whoa! So this is extremely. Bob, you're being very real, profound this morning. This is yes. extremely, you know, powerful in our mm-hmm. lives. But it has to go beyond just observing what is my behavior. Right now, what behavior do I need to do? And so oh, yes. modifying behavior is absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Okay. But making all a decision does, to take control of yeah. your life, basically. What, yeah, what that good. does is it begins to establish the guardrails of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, once, once you begin to set some boundaries there, now we get to heal what's within the middle because God wants to bring you and lead you to spacious places. I love and, it. And, and what has happened is that the hurt of the past and the pain that you're in mm-hmm. has only limited your life. Wow. Bob, you are on a roll this morning because seriously, well, that I is remember, important. I remember you know, reading these, these stories and it's real because it's so... <clears throat> see, now I get emotional right. because it was so real in my life. You know, I grew up an angry kid. Didn't like it. And I tried so so hard. hard not to be angry. Yeah. But yet there was wounds and there was hurts behind sure. that anger. Like I mean, that, there's, there's there was a story behind things. the anger. Right. I get but it. But then when others experience the anger, when your wife and your children, you see, now you're hurting people. And so 
I hear these people and they, the self-hatred is huge. But now when it's affecting others and they're in their second marriage and they're mm. feeling alone, that desperation is very, very deep. The desperation is really deep. Yeah. But, but desperation, and, and I use that word because you feel as, this, as if there is no hope. But I'm telling you, there is. There really is. And it really starts with you and and you being loved. Like Bob's saying, that thing about the flower on the cactus is getting more and more real. Like you might still be in a place <laughs> where you are so <laughs> prickly, like you are just thorns sticking out of you. So if anyone were to hug you, they'd get hurt. Like if anyone comes to love you, they get hurt. So who is going to love you past the thorns and the pains and just hold you to the place where you'll actually get hurt, I mean, healed in the places you're broken, you know, and because, um, cause that's your, that's, what's going to happen for you today. And as we continue, I just want you to know that there's hope for that. And Bob, thank you for telling me that because I think that what happens is we start to think, why should we talk about self stuff when we're, we're trying to work on our relationships. But I just really think that getting healed in our heart in the deep place, um, is, is going to, is going to really go to the healing because the outside circumstances are just that reflection of the pain that's going on the inside. And so let's just talk about some of the, the self stuff, like the self-worth, well, who we are. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, you know, with regards to self-worth, self-control, self-discipline, self-confidence, yeah. mm-hmm. and all, all of those things. Those good self things. And so I, what I don't want to do is prop up a dead man. Right. You know, what I don't want to do is, <laughs> is prop up a false image. Right. You know, what I don't want to do is, is pretend is bring a bring a corpse to the parade. Right. You see, there's a place where I really do experience a new life. Mm-hmm. Where no longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And so it doesn't begin with self, it begins with him. You so see, my, my new life, you know, doesn't begin with me trying to make an old me better, but there's an experience of, of resurrected life, of new life. And so that, that's where we have to do. So when we, when we begin to look at this, we do have to take a look at, you know, what kind of self-judgment are we living in? You know, is there a place of self-pity or self-centeredness? Mm-hmm. And I want to begin, you know, to be be truthful about yeah. these right but then what i have to do is i have to forsake one mm-hmm. and be willing to make that adjustment and come into an agreement with truth so there are things that are extremely factual in my life yeah but are they truthful right yes this did happen yes i did participate with this yes i you know even though I feel this way, even though I may even think this way or have mm-hmm. done this, even though, you see, you you can't just deny that, you know, nor just ignore it. But, hey, you have to give it a voice. This is what's going on. And so with that, then we'll move towards making a, a, a more positive um, profession. And we keep saying we're going to go to the dive deep or we're going to go to the deepest part of not just making this positive affirmations. If we're going to go deep, we're going to have to go to the very deepest part of you. You know, the one that's listening. I just want to talk to you. The most, the, the deepest part of you really is your value and your dignity and your worth. 
That is the the intrinsic value that God created you and you were designed as his dream. Like he dreamed you up. He, he created you. You're not, you know, you're not here by accident or just because you're, you're, you know, two people got together and made you like you're, you're part of God's extreme heart. You are part of his heart. And that's when your, your worth and your dignity and your value is what we spend a lifetime establishing to come in agreement with the absolute valuable treasure that we are. But what happens is we go through life and, and people tell us stories and tell us what we do wrong and they hurt us. And, and then our worth and our dignity gets damaged. Yeah. And then this is what I would describe as a place where we get stuck. This yeah, is, this is sure. where fear, you know, it's almost as though you're living out of that soil of fear. Mm-hmm. And it seems like no matter what I do, all of a sudden, the story of your life, you know, begins to be uh, formulated. Yes. And, and you see it being lived out in your speech. You mm-hmm. see it being lived out Yeah, you say things you don't want to say, you but see, you do. Yeah. yeah. And, and all of a sudden, it is the story of my life. Mm-hmm. And so what I'd like to talk about is that, you know, these are the places where we simply get struck, get stuck. Mm-hmm. These become these cycles and and you know the cycles have highs they have lows but they're secular and they go around and around and it just seems like how then do i break this pattern because in the morning oftentimes you know we we awaken and do we awaken to the um anticipation of a new day yeah. and the hopes you know uh and and, and the possibilities. Life, possibilities that yes. we're going to experience yes. or you know, do you Wake begin up. your day with a judge? Exactly. Bob, you and I are on the same page. I was All just going right. to talk about that. I love how we are in harmony today because mm-hmm. honestly, this is, you know, I talked about that self-worth and the value being the most intrinsic part, but that is the part that's most attacked is that dignity and worth because the judge, and I've seen the judge, like I've made a visual of my judge. Maybe you've heard me talk about this, but it was a profound day in my life when I was on a vacation, had three hours off. I mean, this is when you work really hard and you get three hours by a pool and you're in paradise and you are like, yes, I've, I've got a moment to just love my life, right? And I found myself on default in my thought life because even though my physical body was in paradise, my thought life was doing something else. Isn't that interesting? And my thought life was was remembering my regrets, remembering the times I failed, remembering the person that I that doesn't like me, remembering just all these things that are not fun to think about. And I gave myself probably 20, 30 minutes in paradise thinking about these kinds of things and we do it without, it's not a, it's not a conscious decision. I just went on to default and this is where I went. And all of a sudden the light turned on. I, you heard my snap. It's like I snapped out of it and went, what am I doing? I just spent the last 20 minutes thinking about those things. Like, are you kidding me? And then I just looked in the air and I imagined a person that looked like me, but she had a t-shirt on that said, Judge Audrey. And she had 
been beside me in paradise, reminding me of my failures. And I just said, that's it. I said, you know what, Judge Audrey, you're fired. Like I'm on vacation. I'm in paradise. I have no need for your voice to accuse me and judge me and remind me of my failures. You are out of here. Done. And I started laughing and I went, okay, this is my new day. From this moment on, I am deciding that Judge Audrey is not allowed. She's not a good friend. I've let her be my friend, but she's not a good friend. And I don't like her anymore. I'm done with her. And I fired the judge. And that's when, like what you said, I realized I've been waking up to her. We wake up to the judge. The first waking moments, we start thinking, I wonder if I'll be able to do that today. I wonder if this will go wrong today. And we, Judge Audrey loves to remind us of... Uh, worst well, the, case scenarios of what could happen. Yes, but also the failures of the past. Totally. And because it has been, therefore, is there a Judge Bob too? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about him today. Okay. <laughs> Am I the only one, you guys? Like I'm sitting there no, going, "You no, guys are uh, just oh." No, and and but and what I was saying is that the judge always brings up the past. Yeah. You see, it's it's the accuser, mm-hmm. and and it it brings up and it begins to show and the, the fears. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's the failures, mm-hmm. you know, that will continue to repeat themselves, and not only you know the failures of the day, but the failure of who you are, mm-hmm. and so it's and so you you begin immediately, you know, living as 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 less than. And it, it, it can become extremely overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I found that after I fired the judge, the cool thing was I started really focusing on who I really am, of who Jesus says I am, who God, my creator says I am. And I started to take personal responsibility for my thought life. Some people call it self-talk, but my, my thought life is my self-talk. And I started to take responsibility that I am going to not try and get my self-worth from my relationships or being a perfect person at work or trying to be a better person or be really disciplined. I am going to just remember who I really am, the intrinsic value of and the intricate details of how God created to be me to be at my the real me. You know, the before the hurt, before the trying really hard and failing and all of that kind of stuff. So this is a place where we can find ourselves stuck. Mm-hmm. And it and it's one that, you know, you and I can be extremely familiar with. Yeah. And, you know, we we begin to rehearse the judgments of our day. And then it begin it does begin to affect our speech and our actions and attitudes, yeah. you know, the motivations that we have towards friends, family, um, you know, our, our career, and just just generally towards life. And you know what? The Judge Audrey, or whoever your name is, your judge, it doesn't just judge you. It, it it's in your it's your friend. So it starts judging everybody else. And so if you hang out with the judge, the judge tries to make you feel better by saying how bad the other person is. Like you're not as bad as you think. Look at them. Look what they did to you. Look what they did. And then you start judging all the people around you that are blaming them for your issues. Mm -hmm. And we rehearse these judgments over and over again. All right. So I I think we're, we're, have we got, I I think think we're feeling, (gasps) I think we're all feeling a bit stuck. right? Okay. 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 This is part of the, the process. Right. Yes. So this is where we are. So we have to identify that there is 
there is evil. There is mm-hmm. an enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, there is an oppression. There yeah. is uh, a past. There yes. are the things that are factual. There yes. are the things that there have happened. There are mistakes. Happened. There are now, failures. There are mistakes. Yeah. Okay, so they have happened. Mm-hmm. Now, the significance and the value that you attach to them, the meaning that they say about you and about others or your situation, that's your choice. Yes. And so here you can you can live you know in a place of self-judgment and just beat the willies out of yourself <laughs> or you can begin to acknowledge wow all right this is real yeah now i need a redeemer yeah i need a redeemer you see i need i need someone greater than me yeah. To come into my life situations. Okay. So if you're truly stuck, you don't just need some good words or some information mm-hmm. to help you out of it. We could you say, don't need we could try a and give you a mantra to no. be able to, you know, quote and read over and over. Again. Right. We need to go take, a, just approach this in a way that's really going to bring deep healing to your heart. And so now what we're going to do, we know that this, this podcast is not going to change your life. What's going to change your life is that if we can help you apply it, make it practical. Yes. And then the exciting part comes when you turn off this podcast and you start doing this by yeah. yourself with and, Jesus. And the other thing is, as I think for many people, mm-hmm. they know what to do. Yeah. And so it might just be extremely affirming to you. And it's just like, really? Yeah. Jesus is really that good. He is really that. That's really real. And I'm telling you, it he, is. He, the big one, does he really heal broken hearts mm. where I feel flawed and I feel like, who am I? Yes, okay. that's who so you are. So let's jump into okay, some now, ap- I have, applied to We have three. I love here. to number things because I just want to make this like homework for those of you that okay. are like me. I love a three-point plan. I feel safe in a plan. If, though, if you don't like a plan... Just listen and don't worry about it. But for me, there's three things. And the first one is the word focus. And this is all about your imagination. In your self-talk are movies. Think about it. You are literally creating movies all the time that are incongruent or that are congruent or with your thoughts. So you're watching a 24-7 movie and we tell ourselves stories all day long. So you can focus on what movie you're going to watch and what story you're going to listen to. So my first advice for you, if you are truly ready for transformation, not just self-help change, if you're ready for transformation, focus on, first of all, don't let it be a cliche, but God, because think about him right now. He's the one who made you. As I said before, he created you and dreamed you up like you're his design And he knows every intricate detail about you. Now, think about him, focus, and get to know him. If you're going to get to know him, just start to know everything about him, his character, his nature, his words, everything. If you don't know where to start, just start with his names. His name, he has many, many names. But I thought of four of them that have really affected me, Bob, and you can think about what you, but for me, I love to think about God as my shepherd. See, I get emotional because mm-hmm. I love sheep. They're super cute. They're fluffy in my mind and they're, they're in green fields and there's, there are blue waters and there's spacious places like you talked about, Bob. And if God truly is my shepherd, I see my shepherd as one who guides me and helps and leads me to the best places and protects me from going to the scary places. And he's gentle and he's tender and I love thinking about God as my shepherd. 
And I also like thinking about him as my mighty God because he that's his other name, mighty God. He's powerful. He's able to help. He's bigger than any fear, bigger than Judge Audrey. Like he's mighty. Like I have respect there. Like, whoa, God, you are bigger than my mind could ever right. comprehend. Mm-hmm. And then my third name that I love thinking about, these are just the ones I came up with this morning, but sure. I love him as my everlasting father. That means he's not going anywhere and he accepts me and he provides for me. He protects me and he gives me fatherly and kingly advice mm-hmm. and counsel, a good dad. You know, we just had father's day and I'm, you know, I'm thinking about the best dad gives that kingly counsel and that godly advice. Right. That's my father in heaven. Mm-hmm. When I get stuck, he's the one I talk to and he's mm-hmm. there. And the fourth thing I thought of this morning that I love, these are just some of my favorites, is Jesus is my prince of peace, which means he assures me, he comforts me, he he holds me. And he. if I hang out with my prince of peace, I make peace my priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, really so focusing on that, even just for those, these last five true. minutes, it just changes the perspective. Mm-hmm. And I belong to him. Right. And, and again, this is where we make that choice. You know, our, our, our internal dialogue, yeah. you know, that self-talk. And it's yeah. just like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm focusing. Going, I'm going to choose to set my attention. Yes. You know, I'm going, I'm, what I focus on, that's, that's my choice. Mm-hmm. And another word that I'd like to bring in is magnify. Yes. You know, uh, the scripture speaks about, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Now I can't make God any bigger than what he is. <laughs> don't, don't think that you can. Don't think that, you know, with your nice, sweet worship songs that you're making him bigger. Right. No, God is God, period. He's super big. <laughs> He's super big. Okay. But what I want to do is I'm going to change my position. I'm going to change what I focus on. I'm yes. going to change what I give my attention magnify, to. Magnify, make it Therefore, huge. I'm going to, I'm going to reposition myself and I'm going to magnify him. Hmm. And I'm as as I move closer, as I draw myself to him, he comes close to me and all of a sudden it begins it, it begins to take up all visible space that I have <laughs> and it's like that's all that I see. I can just so, see him. So oh magnify. Let's 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 <clears throat> make him Let's make him who is the almighty, almighty in me. I love it. The next thing, this is still number one, but we're going to focus on God, but then focus on who you are in relationship with him. Like, who are you to him? And again, I am his child. Um, I'm his friend. Yeah. I'm his confidant. Yeah. I'm, I'm his, his delight. delight. Yeah. yeah. And I'm Have his... you ever thought today, you know, that you, that God, that you make God smile? Yes. You know, when he looks, when, when God thinks of, of, of walking with you, spending the day with you, it makes him smile. Yes. Isn't you know it why fun that's easy to enjoy for me? another person's smile? Well, God, yeah. God can smile. And he that... smiles at you. That one's really easy for me to be a delight because I delight when I see my kids laughing. Oh, and this smiling. is one of the fresh ones for me. So, oh. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you know, because I had to work so hard, you know, to prove myself. Right. So, anyway, apparently you're just I his had, delight. I had issues. Apparently he's just your, okay. you are just his delight. I Bob. am. And you're also his representation on earth. Yeah, you he, guys are an yeah. expression of him. Yeah. And now, now again, focus on who we are in relationship with him, but then who he is to you. For me, 
God, he's my Lord. Like I have decided yeah. he's my Lord. Yeah. He's my everything. And he is and my... That's, ma- a, that's a foreign word to us today. Yeah, Lord. You know, I am my own self. No. You know, it's just like, no, no, he really is a Lord. No, I'm going to surrender the fact that his right. ways and thoughts are actually bigger and higher than okay. mine. Like what a concept. He's also my main pursuit. Yeah. Like that is just who's, and as you said, Bob, focus just makes things bigger and more powerful, yeah. but then it attracts all the circumstances, people around us without right. us even being consciously aware. Right. And now so this want, becomes the story of my life. You're right. It, it does. And now I don't want to rush through this because this is where it begins. You know, what mm-hmm. we've just spoken about, this is where it really begins. How you intentionally begin to turn up the truth in your life, mm-hmm. because the facts of life will scream at you all day long. But I want an—I want God's view and opinion. I want His perspective. I want to step out of darkness into light. I want—I want His, you know, realities to become mine. And that's where I begin to look at the names of God, the promises. Of yeah. God. You see, that's where His realities now become mine. This yeah. is the divine exchange of my life for His life, mm-hmm. my ways for His ways, my thoughts for His thoughts. What a concept! You see, this is the life that. This that we, is so amazing. this is where it begins, and so you, what you want to do is actively, intentionally begin to make those steps. You are making those steps. And I just know that for Bob and I personally, as we have changed our focus and been very intentional about what we focus on, everything has changed for us and ourselves individually. Yes, they have. Um, but you now, let's talk about you because... But I, I just want to jump in, yeah. Audrey. This is a journey, okay? It's not instant. And so I, I, I just want to, again, make emphasis to, to yes. that word steps. And he, yeah. uh, who can't remember, you know, what about Bob? <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm married to Bob. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> you know, but sometimes you feel as though they're just baby steps. Yeah, it's baby We're going to make the steps, We're going to take baby steps. Okay, all right. I'm, and the cool thing is, is that you get to continue every day on this amazing path. Yes, yes. And you get to know that every day is a new day. And when you wake up in the morning, there's another gift of 24 hours. And you're on this path, even if those around you are not. This podcast is all about relationships. So we're talking about others as well. Well, the people around you, they might not notice immediately, but eventually your family and close friends, they're going to eventually wonder what's happening Mm. to you. They're going to, they have their own journey. So don't force, you know, this newfound focus and approach on them. Right. Or maybe not even talk about it unless they ask, Mm -hmm. but instead treat the other ones. I love that word treat. Treat the ones around you with patience and kindness and mercy. Oh, wait, wait. I, I like that word, treat. Yeah, I know. It's a treat. No, like a candy. I, that's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, I thought you were. Okay. <laughs> oh, Bob, you say the word treat, and I go for and sugar. you, go you know. Sweet. Oh, gotcha. I go sweet. I am, gotcha. as, I am as sweet as they come. Yeah. So you treat. You say treat. I hand out treats of okay. patience and kindness and mercy, mm-hmm. and it does get easier and easier. And I don't want you living with the regret. I think of those first questions we started off with. How do you move past the mistakes and the regret you know, that I might have lost everything. And I'm saying, this is your new day. It's going to get easier and easier. And you can't control the outcome of what's going to happen with the choices of the people around you. Mm-hmm. But you get to choose wisely and enjoy peace and joy. Yeah, just remember the, the strength that you mm-hmm. have. I really do. This day, I speak strength yes. to you. Yes. And, you know, fire the judge. Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to see yourself as stuck any longer. Mm -hmm. But there was one word that stuck out to me as Audrey (laughs) was saying, as she really magnified the Lord, 
is that, you know, you are his main pursuit. Mm. His eye is on you. Yes. And it's and it's one of passion and love. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want you to know that because the choice of this journey really is is in your in your lap. And so just begin to make this inner journey. It's a lifelong path. Mm-hmm. And I am so grateful, you know, that for you know the past 20 years, you know, it has just revolutionized my life. Mm-hmm. But you will begin to feel changes in your heart yes. and the sensitivity to noticing the abundance, mm-hmm. the provision, and hear me, the whisper of God. Yes. As you hear his whisper, remember this, God only whispers because he's close. Yes. He doesn't whisper because he's distant, far off, or removed. He whispers because he wants to remind you how close he really is. So have patience. Have patience with yourself. But listen, never passive. Yes, patience, no, yes. Never passive. Right. So we'll, we'll wait, we'll be patient, mm-hmm. but I will not and I refuse to be passive. Right. I will make this journey and I will come in, into agreement mm-hmm. with his fullness for me and my life. Yes, I love it. And thank you so much for joining us here. I was thinking it's been a big day. And I was thinking of the path of the righteous is like this is a scripture. The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter Brighter. and brighter and brighter brighter until it brings forth the perfect day. Hmm. Let's just keep going in that direction. And one day we're gonna land on that perfect day. I can see it ahead for you. And this is your new day, new beginnings, and new breakthrough. And mm-hmm. great things are ahead for you. Yeah. And as we close today, Audrey and I, we really are praying for you, mm-hmm. you know, that you would really begin to feel hope and faith yes. again, and that you'd so feel much the love. extravagance yes. of his love mm-hmm. and wonderful future that awaits for you because you will begin to prioritize the peace of God in your heart in life. You know, peace with yourself, peace with others, peace with the season that you're in. But you live in peace with God. Thank you so much for being part of our lives. We love doing this journey with you, you guys. Thank you for joining Mm -hmm. us. And we will look forward to next week for more of All About Relationships. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Bye-bye.